Blog Talk Radio. The opinions and views expressed by the host and guest are not necessarily the views and opinions of the Blake Radio Network. Broadcasting, broadcasting, broadcasting to the world, broadcasting to the world, to the world, to the world, spreading the news and information. BlakeRadio.com, music for your mind, body, and soul. Talk radio at its best. You're listening to Rainbow Soul from BlakeRadio.com. Nice things, and I just really took a few notes as well as pulled on 
what I've done over the years and what's most effective over the years as fall coaches. So we'll start with the first topic, which is what to do when you're outside. So when you're outside and you really want to make sure you're protecting yourself and that you're taking the needed precautions to ensure that your knee is safe. And one huge part of that is wearing steady shoes. Now, this might sound annoying. It doesn't sound super, you know, exciting. But wearing steady shoes really helps prevent you from falling. It helps helps to prevent you from losing balance. And what is a steady shoe? A steady shoe can be, you know, if you run a lot or if you're active a great deal, make sure that it has cushioning to kind of catch the shock that um, goes through your foot and goes through your knee so that you're not really kind of traumatizing your knee. So wear a steady shoe. Make sure that you have ankle support. Make sure that you have enough cushion. And this is extremely helpful during this time of year when it's slippery, when it's rainy outside, easy to kind of fall and slip. So first, um, the first tip when it comes to making sure that you're protecting your knee while outside is wear steady shoes. <clears throat> and the second tip for when you are outside and you want to make sure that you're not getting any unnecessary knee injuries is wear a brace. And again, that's not super exciting, but it makes that make sure that you are, you know, comfortable and making sure that you don't have any injuries and you get through fall and winter without entering summer with, oh, you know what, I slipped, fell, I tore my ACL. Instead of spending summer vacationing and enjoying your, you know, time with friends, you're spending it recovering. And so in order to prevent that, the next great tip that I use, a knee brace. And so fortunately, it's been about, Oh, a little over five years since I've torn my ACL, and I don't have to wear a knee brace anymore. However, if you are coming off of a recent surgery or um, knee treatment, it is extremely important to wear a knee brace, you know, and you can get these at your local pharmacy. And when you're looking for a knee brace, you want to make sure that you're getting a brace that is adjustable. So you want to make sure that it's able to really hug your knee and you're able to manage that. So you want to get one that has these adjustable straps. You want to get one that is pretty comfortable on the back of your knee. And the reason for that is a lot of times when people get knee braces, they will, you know, put them on improperly or they will allow them to slip down uh, around their shin. And it really defeats the purpose of your knee brace and can actually cause further injury. So really taking into consideration, um, pulling out your knee brace if you already have one, or wearing the knee brace. And a lot of braces are, fortunately, they are, you can put them on over under your clothing. And that is one thing that I had to do when I first came to New York City. I was trying to rush around on the subway. I wanted to stay out of people's way. And I had to make sure I had a knee brace. And I remember one incident, it was really slippery. And I actually literally fell down, like, well, the first flight of stairs. Now, yeah, it was embarrassing, but I literally was so thankful that I didn't hurt my knee any further because I had just torn my ACL, and I was worried that I would further injure it or that I would um, hurt it even, long, hurt it even more. 
And what was really great was that I was able to get up, I was able to get, you know, continue to get to work, and I didn't have any pain. And that was because I was wearing a brace. And I think it's really important to note that if you have any injury or if you have a surgery, you know, exaggerate the time period in which you are wearing the brace. Don't rush back into physical activity. Don't be anxious to, you know, um, wear heels or you know, do challenging activities. Like the most important time period uh, after a knee injury is, I would say, the first year and making sure that you have downtime. And some people usually ask, well, Lori, what do I do? What do I do? And it's actually kind of good that the answer is to do as little as possible, and that's because you're recovering. So I digress. Coming back. Um, so when you're outside, make sure that you have steady shoes and make sure that you are wearing your knee brace. And that's for people that have recently had a knee injury or if you have, you know, unsteadiness in the, you know, every now and then you lose stability in your knee, this is a great opportunity to wear your knee brace. And it's better to be safe than sorry. And I, I can tell you from experience that it helps to ensure that I don't have any further injuries. And so, again, you are listening to the Happy Knee Radio Show with me, Lillian Daniels, absolutely dedicated to your knee and your knee care. And if you have any questions, feel free to call us at 914-338-0695. Again, it's 914-338-0695. And today we're discussing your knee and what to do during the fall. Um, I'll say, I want to say autumn because some people might think that. We're talking about when you fall. We're talking about the season, fall and autumn. <laughs> um, and so, yes, yeah, so if you have questions, call in. Let us know what you want to hear. And um, if you have been, if you have any pain or you have any challenge and you're kind of like, you know what, I don't want to put up with this anymore, I don't want to live like this anymore, visit thehappyme.com, get your free, three, your free um, gift from the Happy Me. And that will really put you on the road to being pain-free and let you know what to do. Because it's not, it's, it's not something you should put up with. Knee pain is not something that you have to live with. And you can change it. So visit thehappyme.com. Get your copy of your free gift, um, your free Happy Me gift. And if you have any questions, definitely feel free to email me at lillian at thehappyme.com. And so now back to what we're, uh, today's topic is. <clears throat> so fall and your knee. Next category <clears throat> that we're going to go into is food. So what should you eat during fall? What can you eat during fall? Now, in addition to the, you know, increase in pumpkin everything, um, one thing I absolutely love about fall is the ability to really get outside. And yes, you want to make sure you're bundling up before you go outside, but just, you know, take, take advantage of the farmer's market, take advantage of apple picking, take advantage of going out and picking a pumpkin, you know, and really getting moving. You're able to kind of combine, you know, getting your food as well as moving, which is extremely important in your new health. And so... <clears throat> When you are, um, when it's fall, 
and you're trying to figure out, okay, what do I eat? And one of the biggest things that I really um, try to emphasize with clients is you want to cook from scratch as much as possible. And so with that being said, you want to figure out, okay, well, what can I cook from scratch, especially during the fall? And I think one of the best things about fall is you can really start to make a lot of soups and a lot of stews that are easy to freeze, and then you're able to, you know, quickly break off a piece. And so fall is a great time for convenience. You know, you have apple picking where you can go and pick apples, and then you can have, you know, bring back a, a huge bag, and then you can just easily grab an apple and go. And so, you know, during the summertime, you have melons, um, you have cherries, you have blueberries, and those are fruits where it kind of takes a second step. So, like, you have to cut up the melon, or for blueberries, you have to put them in a plastic container to make sure they don't, you know, get squished. And what's awesome about fall is you have those um, fruits that are easy to just really grab and go. So if you see box pears or if you see, um, actually I think it's Bartlett. There's Bartlett, a lot of Bartlett pears right now, um, apples. And so those are things that you can just really grab and go. And then when it comes to soups, which are my favorite, um, you can really have a great deal of fun with it. So I want to leave you guys with, um, two of my favorite types of soups. So there are bean soups, and that allows you to really take advantage of, so you can do chilies, where you put in multiple beans and lots of, you know, vegetables, and you can really be flexible in terms of what vegetables you like and just put those in. Um, and in addition to chilies, you can actually have, like, you know, lentil soup or black bean soup, and that's in... Um, the recipe guide that I have for um, for clients, and it allows you to really add in spices that help to warm not only warm up your body, but it allows you to really um, it warms up your body, and you're able to really add in spices as well as vegetables that you like. So you can add in your favorite vegetables. And it's not going to hugely influence, you know, the taste of the dish. You can also add in <clears throat> different spices that help with circulation, which is especially important during the colder months. So cayenne pepper, jalapeno peppers, um, adding in thyme and other uh, herbs. That is the first um, soup that I absolutely love. Soups with beans in them, really convenient, easy to do. And the second thing, which is even easier, are soups that you blend. And so the farmer's market is absolutely perfect for this, where you can get potatoes, you can get greens, you can get onions, you can get carrots, all these things that you can really kind of play around with to determine what your favorite blended soup is. And it's literally as simple as boiling uh, some vegetables and, you know, water, spices and salt, and boiling to your level of, uh, of cook, or your level that you like to cook, and then just throwing them in your blender. And there's different variations. My favorite now is parsley soup, where I literally get a whole head of parsley, and I will boil that kind of just for a little bit, because I want to keep it bright green, and I want to make sure that the flavor is still there, I want to make sure that the nutrients are still there. I just kind of want to awaken them with 
boiling, so that they're literally rinsing, rinsing off a head of parsley or a bunch of parsley and uh, boiling it with a little bit of salt water. And then in another pot, because the other pot is going to contain the vegetables that take a longer period of time to cook, that's where you're going to add in things like your potatoes, your whole head of garlic, not your, your peeled your peel garlic. So don't put in the whole head of garlic, just you know, peel it then put it in. Um, carrots and, um, let's see, yeah, so with potatoes, carrots, and garlic. Um, and you don't want to put in too many potatoes, but to still make sure that it's creamy, you add in, you add in a seed, you can add in nuts, and that really helps to add to the creaminess. And so then once you have them cooked, that's when you're going to add them into your blender and blend everything together. And the flavor is absolutely beautiful. It wakes you up. It gives you a burst of flavor, and it's just absolutely delicious. So when it comes to food, you know, take advantage of the fruits that you can really just grab and go, which really helps to contribute to um, a huge to your health, your knee health, which is cooking from scratch, eating as basic as possible. And so during the fall, you have your apples, you have your pears, and other fruits that you can just really grab and go. So take full advantage of that. Um, additionally, you want to make sure that you are making soup, and that is warming up the body as well as giving your body the, the things that it needs to really be nour- nourished. Um, and keep you energized. And that can be bean soup. That can be uh, soups that you blend in your blender. And it can be soups that, you know, you may be a stock. And, again, stock is really important. Nice. Um, if you have a good bone broth recipe, that is very helpful in helping to rebuild the bone and the cartilage within that. And that really helps to make sure your body is getting additional nutrients so yeah, tell I am pretty excited about fall and all the food that you'll be able to create that really helps make sure that you don't kind of um, stop the progress. So during the summertime, it's easy to go out and make sure that you're walking as much as possible, making sure that you're eating as healthy as possible. You have a, a huge array of greens <clears throat> in farmer's markets, and so when it gets cold, it's easy to be like, you know what, I'm just going to stay inside. Or, you know what, I understand that I need to move and, uh, in order to make sure that my knee is healthy, but today is really cold. And so it's extremely important to understand that during this period, there are things that you can do to make this easier. Because it is, you know, it is a little chillier. It is more challenging to get outside. But with these tips, it makes it easier and it makes it possible for you to maintain your knee health, you know? So it's like you don't want to have to stop improving your knee health just because it's cold. You kind of want to figure out, okay, what are the elements of fall and autumn, fall close, that you can literally use to your advantage. So that's what we're trying to do today. And so, again, you're listening to the Happy Me Radio Show with Lillian Daniels, me, your host. I am dedicated to your knee health. And if you have any questions, feel free to call in at 914-338-0695. Again, it's 
1-800-273-8695. And today we're discussing your needs, ensuring you continue to have any health well into fall. And if you are tired of your knee pain, if you have almost accepted it as a way of life, do not. Do not accept it as a way of life. Do not continue to endure your knee pain. Visit thehappyme.com and get your free that free gift, which will tell you how to get rid of knee pain immediately, as well as let you know what the three areas that are most important to making sure that you you don't have knee pain and that you're able to take care of your knee. There's three areas that are literally so critical in making sure that, you know, your knee is in good shape. And these are things that people have used to avoid getting surgeries that they have done to, you know, stop knee pain that's gone on for years. And so, you know, don't waste any more time. Don't accept knee pain. And don't accept you need getting in the way. Like, there's so much other, so many other things in life and so much to enjoy, and knee pain does not need to be in the way. So visit thehappyme.com, get your, get your um, free gift. And um, if you have any questions, you can email me at lillianessahappyme.com. And if you're interested in um, consult and learning more about what goes into that, how we get you on the right track, um, permanently, you can definitely email me at Lillian at thehappyme.com as well. And so back to our topic of fall and your needs. And I want to say autumn and your needs. So just realize some people may, you know, take it. The last part we're going to talk about is staying warm. And it's actually a huge like it's, it's very important to stay warm. And if you already have figured out how to push yourself out of bed despite, you know, it being cold, I need you guys to let me know what you do because I I don't like the cold too, too much. So it's really important to understand, okay, what tricks can you do to make sure you're staying warm? And also, <clears throat> a huge part of your knee health is ensuring that you have good blood circulation, ensuring that, you know, you're able to move. And so with the challenge of the cold and chillier weather, <clears throat> you want to make sure that you know, okay, I know it's going to get cold, but what can I do to make sure that I'm going to stay warm and that I will still be motivated to go outside and continue to move, that I will still be um, encouraged to you know, stay in shape, and that uh, I'm, I'm really helping my body and helping my blood circulation. So to improve your blood circulation, you know, my favorite thing is to make sure that I have lots of spicy food. And it can even not have to be spicy but flavorful. So not a whole bunch of salt, but yes, a whole bunch of herbs, a whole bunch of additional spices, and that helps. And now back to staying warm specifically, you know, literally just soak, you know, like fill the tub with, you know, warm hot water that you can, you know, the temperature that you can um, tolerate and put in four cups or more of extra salt. And what it does is the because this, this salt has a, um, because of, you know, it's the sodium within the salt, um, 
it's literally pulling the toxins out of your out of your knee and out of your body and in the part of your body that is submerged. And so it's pulling, you know, the toxins out, but it's also important to know the more salt kind of more salt's better. So um, that's extremely helpful. So when you're say you've worked out and your body is sore, or say you you, you know, you woke up and your body is sore, because that happens too. Um, it's very helpful to take a Epsom salt, Epsom salt soap where you are filling the tub with at least four cups of water. I mean, not four cups of water, but four cups of salt and um, soaking, making sure that your knees are under the water and soaking. And you want to do it for at least 20 minutes. Um, if you have more than 20 minutes, great, but you want to make sure that you get in 20 minutes. What it does is it helps to remove the toxins, and it's kind of like a um, the cheat, the cheat sheet way to warm up your body um, and in, improve movement. And so it's really, for me, it helps it helps, helps prevent me from saying, you know, I'm just not going to go outside because it's too darn cold. So it kind of helps warm up your body with that, and that is extremely important um, during during the fall to stay warm. And the second thing that I do, and that I really recommend that as many people as possible do, if you have knee pain, is you know wearing long johns, wearing long johns, long johns, or wearing you know a second layer for your legs, and that really helps to you know, keep your joints warm, keep your body warm, and prevent injury. Because a lot of times when we're cold, we actually, like, change the way we walk. We change the way we walk. We change the way we put put our pressure, put the pressure on our legs. And so you're in a rush, and you're like, you know what, I'm really, really cold. I just need to rush. And that can, you know, cause injury or increase the probability of you maybe tripping or of you, you know, straining your, your muscles. And so you want to really stay warm by doing the essence self-soak as well as, you know, using long johns or a second, second layer. And it helps to really make sure that your body is ready for continuing to move without causing you any injury. And that's extremely important. So today we have the awesome opportunity to welcome fall, welcome the cold weather, but also discuss what to do with this uh, the weather and what usually happens with what usually comes with fall, which is rain, slippery surfaces. But on the good side, we have fruits that are easy to grab and go, which really helps with your health and your um ensuring that you're sticking to eating as cleanly as possible. And then also to stay warm, you want to make sure that you're doing Epsom salt um, soaks and that you're really bundling up when you go outside. So <clears throat> whether you are a layered person or whether you're just like, I'm just going to wear a snowsuit every day, you know, either way, make sure that you're bundling up and that you're really protected. And this will help to prevent um, premature injuries or re-injury and 
helps make sure that you are able to move, which is extremely important when you have a knee injury. You want to make sure that you're keeping your blood circulation going. You want to make sure that you are um, active, and it's all, it all comes together. So, again, today we discussed fall and and what to do. And if you have a knee injury or you have knee pain or have a loved one that does, do not suffer. Do not let them suffer anymore. Visit thehappyknee.com. Get your free gift to a happy knee. And that really gives you the point, pointers and the advice needed to heal your knee without, with, without, um, without intervention and effectively. And so it really gives you the three keys to making sure that your knee is in good shape. There's three areas that you really want to make sure that you focus on in order to prevent knee injuries and in order to make sure that you're able to recover effectively. So if you have a knee pain and you've been really battling with it for a while, visit thehappyknee.com, get your free happy knee gift. If you have an urgent issue, you know, feel free to email me at Lillian at thehappy.com and we can discuss different opportunities to really help you get to a permanent and effective solution for your needs. So I hope that you have enjoyed today's show. I'm excited, and I hope that you're ready for fall as I am. And I hope that everyone has an awesome, wonderful, warm weekend. Again, Lillian Daniels, dedicated to me on the Happy New Radio Show.